Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to Petty with Purpose. I'm your host, Brittany, and I want to get right into it today and tell you guys a little bit about what we're going to be discussing. And I bring this subject to the table because I think I've had this conversation with my parents 562 times in the past few years. And when I'm at work, I hear coworkers making comments about the same thing. So we're going to be talking about our parents' expectations of us, their oftentimes unrealistic expectations of us, and ask why do they raise their children to be a replica of themselves? <laughs> um, so I'm a firm believer that society affects children even more than their parents do. You know, like, did your mom or your dad account for your best friend stabbing you in the back or you suddenly taking a liking to cooking instead of being a lawyer? Of course they didn't because they can't control the universe and every ticking moment you are thrust into as a child or teenager or even young adult. And it, I want people to know that it doesn't make you a bad daughter or son, it just makes you human and a product of your environment. I think that I believe in that more than anything. Um, let me give you a glittering example. My older brother, older sister, and I went to essentially the same schools and the same towns, all of it for our entire lives. And my brother, I remember my brother got his first B in <laughs> in a class in like the eighth grade. And he was an athlete with all these aspirations and goals. And meanwhile, here I am getting into fights five days a week and skipping first period three days a week and dating gang members and being a troublemaker in school. And my sister chose a much darker path. But the point is each human being is kind of presented with a different set of chess pieces on their board. And you make your moves and you hope for the best. But at the end of the day, you make your own choices. You know, human nature is terrifyingly real and it'll grab you by the tits. So before you know it, your parents are disappointed in you for not having aspirations of being a billionaire and you just kind of want to live comfortably and go on adventures. Um, I'm a pretty prime example of that. Um, I come from the working class, um, you know, middle class. My parents are both super hard workers, two-income household that um, kind of worked for everything they had and, you know, started from the bottom type deal. Um, and so I went to public schools my whole life, you know, me and both my siblings, obviously. And all three of us are three years apart. And it's really is crazy how different all three of us are. And obviously we were all raised the same way. Um, we were all raised, you know, get a job early and work for what you have and pay your dues. And so we all kind of had that in common. And the fact that we loved video games, that was pretty much our, our only kind of common denominator. We would sit in the room, play video games for hours. Um, we, we didn't really fight that much. Um, there wasn't that much of sibling rivalry in my house. We just played video games together um, for the most part. But that, I guess I'm pretty grateful that I'm 50% of each of my siblings. I was the youngest. So um, I kind of have some of my brother and some of my sister in, in my personality. And I'm super grateful for that. But we were literally on opposite ends of the spectrum. Um, and when I tell you opposite... It's definitely opposite. Um, like I said, my brother was a glowing, a glowing student and, and 
Mr. Mr. Personality, and he was an athlete, and he pretty much wanted to be a doctor his entire life, and that's where he's at. So um, I love my brother. He's amazing, and um, he's always kind of set out for a goal, and he achieves it at whatever cost. And my sister kind of ran with the wrong crowd and made some, you know, harsh decisions for herself and um, that kind of changed the course of, of her life and then there's me. So all three of us were kind of operating on completely different different wavelengths and we were all raised in the same environment, given the same opportunities, you know, my parents had the same conversations with us and so it kind of puts into perspective the fact that you can instill these values in your children. You can instill these things. And yes, they are a huge part of the way that I think. Um, it, you know, how hard that I work and and the fact that, like I said, we all got jobs super young um, and started kind of paying our dues by the time we were 15, 16, and have been working since. And so that's, that's all the hands of my parents in instilling that responsibility in us. As far as our personalities go and our goals, yeah, that was, uh, that's pretty much the, the effect of your environment. Um, and kind of, I'll dive a little bit deeper into that with you, but, um, you know, I started off at a pretty urban school. Um, I'm from, I'm from Florida. Um, so started off in a pretty urban school in high school and, uh, shortly after my mom kind of pulled me from that school and then when I went to another school across town and, um, that one was a little bit more, um, a little bit, a little bougier, a little bougier. Um, <laughs> and, um, so for the most part, I got to that school. And by that time I was kind of on my own. Um, my brother had graduated. My sister had graduated by that point. So I was flying solo and I, I told you guys before on the first episode, I was a little bit rough around the edges. I was a little bit of a chonga, a little bit of a chonga. I <laughs> wore, wore hoop earrings and I had gel in my hair and, you know, curly hair and I wore Jordans and my clothes were a little tight and I was a little, little bit of a badass, a little bit of a badass. And so I get to this school and this school that I'm at at this point is a little bit the students are a little bit wealthier. It's in a wealthy neighborhood. Um, and so there was a little bit of a race divide, so to speak. And so, um, I'm of Hispanic descent. My father is, um, from the Dominican Republic and my mom is white American. And so I kind of took after my father's looks a little bit. Um, whereas my brother, um, and sister were a little bit fairer skinned. And so you couldn't really tell all that much that they, um, they were mixed in, in a sense. But for me, um, I had, you know, dark hair, dark eyes, big curly hair, darker skin. And so you could definitely tell that there was a mixture of some sorts, um, in, in me. And so, um, I get to this school and the, wealthier students for the most part didn't want anything to do with me. Um, they 
for whatever reason, they didn't like the way I looked or the way I dressed or the way I spoke. And not that I had a problem with that, but that's just how it was. And so I get to this school and the school year had already started. People had their cliques and their friends and their group. And I kind of flew solo for a while until um, some of the more urban students, some of the kids that were a little bit rougher around the edges like me kind of caught on and they they really liked me and kind of took me into their group and um like I said there was a little bit of a race divide so you had kind of the wealthier and the the white students on one side and then you had the students who were mixed or African-American or um other variations of race on the other side and so um I you know was with the latter and so I kind of clicked up with people that had the same thoughts that I did. Want to have fun and we want to skip class and romp and run and all that stuff. And so that's what I did. And um, I quite enjoyed it. (laughs) But my parents could never understand that, you know, they make those comments of, oh, I didn't raise you like that or blah, blah, blah. And, um, And so... They, they kind of instilled that in me for a long time and made me feel like I don't even want to use the term black sheep because I think my sister held that title pretty well. <laughs> I, I think I felt like an entirely different species. Entirely. Um, I felt like I didn't know why I was that way. But as I got older, you kind of realize... I do know why I was that way. And it's because of the way that people treated me when I got to school and the group that I fell into. I had some of the best friends I will ever have in my life, ever. And I don't regret those memories at all. But the decisions that I made and the things that I did kind of catapulted me into who and what I am today and some of the the situations that I was in and they made me they made me strong don't get me wrong but they they certainly changed me um, in a way that my family will probably never understand and that's okay and that's kind of the point of what I want to say today is that I can't stress enough not to let your family or your parents and I put air quotes around this, disappointment, eat you alive. Um, I don't know who is listening that needs to hear this, but as long as you aren't disappointed in yourself, you're on the correct path for you. Your, your path is your path for a reason. It's not anybody else's path, and they don't have the right to, to, to control that. They don't have the right to do that. Um, and it's taken my parents this many years to realize that I am who I am. And I, I hope that your family has gotten there as well. Um, but, you know, in the topic of that, like I said, with my brother, he is, a, he is on his way to being an amazing doctor. He's in his first year of residency. And I couldn't be happier for him that he has gotten all of the things that he's wanted. He has achieved the goals that he aimed for growing up. And 
I always felt when I was younger that my family had this, felt this disappointment in me for not wanting to be wealthy, not having these goals of making a lot of money and being quote unquote successful. Um, and to me, I view success very differently. I view success to be happiness. I view success to be peace. I view success to be sustainable um, in such a way. And I feel like I've sort of reached that point, or at least I am on the path to that point. And happiness to me was not the same kind of happiness that my siblings thought about, or even my parents thought about, or my friends, you know, everybody has their own view of what happiness is. Some, to some people, money is happiness. And that's fine. That's your prerogative. But it's not mine. Um, I wanted to make enough money to just pay my bills and do fun stuff and go adventuring and go to Disney and travel. And I have that opportunity. So to me, that's, that's what I needed. And for parents I feel like they just they want you to have the best they want you to drive the nicest car and they want you to look presentable and have a nice house and they want you to live a better life than they did and I I completely understand that so before anybody gets on that bandwagon just know that I do understand that I I get it um however I think parents put unnecessary pressure on their children to be some type of way or feel some type of way and each child whether you birthed all three of them or not whether they all three have different fathers different mothers it doesn't matter what matters is the environments that those children choose to be in is going to make an even bigger impact than what you ever could. You can raise your child to be super religious or raise your child to be extremely passive or raise your child to be a lawyer or whatever. And at some point in their life, something is going to present itself in their path that might change their way of thinking or they could come across something that they like better I mean you have you have no control over that so I just want to make sure that if you are a parent listening or if you um if you struggle with this with your family if you've felt like you've disappointed somebody at some point in your life I just want you to know that as long as you haven't disappointed yourself, it's kind of all that really matters. And it's hard to have that confidence and it you reach a point in your life where it changes, just changes the way that you think. So I just want everybody to know that and I want everybody to recognize that. Um, again, I have, a, I have a pretty great relationship with my parents now. We, we of course, butt heads when we were younger. Um, but at this point, I live... I live several, several states away from them, um, and so that also kind of made our bond stronger, having that opportunity to miss each other, so I can't really relate to the people who 
are kind of around their family all the time. I don't really have that luxury so much anymore. But um, that that has definitely changed. My parents have have not suffocated me quite as much anymore, and I think they've kind of realized that I am who I am, and certain situations and instances have made me who I am, and. I think that's most that's most important. So um, again, I'm going to let you guys know that the floor is always open. If you have any suggestions or thoughts or you want to comment on episodes or um, have ideas for episodes, um, please reach out to Petty with Purpose podcast at Outlook.com. Again, the floor is always open and you will always remain not anonymous unless you don't want to be anonymous, then I will uh, shout you out. But as always, you guys, thank you so much for listening. If you have any of those episode requests, feel free to reach out. I am always open to ideas, documentaries, shows you may have watched, quotes you want to talk about. I am always down for it. So as always, guys, stay petty, love and light.